The Stone Cold Paradise podcast is a series of informal conversations with the classic rock band Stone Cold Paradise and their collaborators, covering over 50 years of rock and roll. Is it going to be a problem if I'm chewing gum? Spit your gum out, mate. Spit out. Oh, where am I supposed to spit it out? Just put it on your bottle bottle. Okay, I'll put it here. Or you can tuck it behind your ear. That was an old trick. Oh, right. Unfortunately, people got a lot of mouth lice from that. They got mouth lice? Mouth lice, yes. They'd tuck it behind their ear and the mouth li- the hair would attach to the gum and they'd get mouth lice. That's only if you put it back in your mouth, right. mate. People will do that. People will take it and put it back in. Does it matter what sort of gum it is? Only juicy fruit. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's only juicy fruit. Juicy that fruit that. had the lice mouth problem. That was it. Yeah. Right. I I'd never heard of this. Did did they have any problems? Like did, did people boycott or did they have a recall? No, they paid to have it taken care of. <laughs> what does that look like? Juicy exactly? fruit. I don't know if you know this. Juicy fruit has the most muscle of any gum company in the business. <laughs> yeah. Right. A gum it's... company has muscle. Yes. Yeah, they're like, they're like the Gucci of uh, gum. Does Gucci have muscle? Yeah, right. of the designers, you know what I mean? It's Gucci of the designers, Juicy Fruit of the gum, Toyota of the car manufacturers. Uh, Toyota is brutal. Are they, how are they brutal? Uh, well, they'll break your legs if you uh, <laughs> if you try to get a recall so on one of the vehicles. Does, oh, in that case, what band? What band is the muscle of the music industry? Stone Cold Paradise. <laughs> Roger, are you out there knocking knees? Wait, is that, that's not the phrase, is it? Knocking knees? Well, you know, that's what it takes. <laughs> right. I knock your knees, I knock your elbows, right. Knock your teeth. We actually had, you know, Roger and I have been putting together his bass album uh, on right. Tiny Vinyl, and some of his bruiser friends came in to one of the recordings, and we could not get rid of them. Yeah, right. So Bruno came by, right? And I think he, he, he roughed you up a bit, didn't he not? Yeah, I don't know if you right. noticed the cast. Uh <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, we know this. So yeah. I didn't want to say anything, mate. Yeah, it's a stomach cast. Um, he uh, he bruised me up in and around the stomach, and I have uh, uh, four ribs that have um, been completely. Your shattered. ribs are that low, mate. Yes, I have low ribs. Yeah, you've got exceptionally low ribs. Mm-hmm. They're they're practically about a, a centimeter from your hips. Yes, right. I, uh, it's it's why I don't bend over. You don't bend over. Don't do, bend I've over. never seen Barney no, bend over. Yeah, it's really fun if you uh, tie your shoelaces together sometimes and then he, he can't untie them, so he has to have someone else do it for him. Yes, it's really right. funny. It's very, very funny. How exactly... Is it difficult to get dressed? I should should pause that it, question. Well, it was until I uh, hired someone. Oh, excellent. You should see him when he drops something on the ground, right? You know, and he can't bend over and pick it up. So he just, he just falls over, he flops over to the ground and grabs it then. Yeah, I do a, gen- and- a gentle fish flop. <laughs> Right. A gentle fish flop. Have you ever thought about learning how to bend over? I, just to be clear, the problem is a physical one, not a, uh, yeah. a lack of skill. You know, yeah. there was a famous man who said he went into the mountains, you know, and they, everyone told him, you won't be able to live because it gets so cold in these mountains. And he trained his brain to be able to live in the mountains mm. without any, like, clothing right. or shelter, just on pure breath. In willpower, so maybe you 
should take a class right. like that, mate. But I just I want to I want to be clear. I chose this. I had the ribs put in. Uh, right. <laughs> so you did the opposite of Marilyn Matson, who yeah. took his ribs out to suck his own dick. Yes. You were like, I'm never going to suck my own dick ever. So I'm going to put extra well, ribs. Oh, is that why you did? The, did what are you What are you worried uh, that you'd be too tempted? You don't want to suck your own dick, so you put extra ribs in. That's it. To chastity ribs. Yeah, right. chastity ribs. Chastity. That's it. It's right. sort of it's sort of like a cone for a pet. <laughs> right, right. It's like when the Jonas brothers had the purity ring. You took that to another level by putting a chastity cast mm-hmm. on yourself. Chastity mm-hmm. ribs. Right. I produced an right. album for the Jonas Records and gave them the purity ring idea as a light version. <laughs> Mate, what do you have against sex? It's not it's not that I have anything specifically against sex. It's that with me, I didn't want to have to do anything to myself. I think honestly, if anyone's but what going was to... the Jonas Brothers thing then? Oh, with the Jonas Brothers. Uh, I was afraid that they'd try to sexually please each other. Oh, <laughs> uh, but the brothers, mate. I know, but you should see how close they are. It's awkward. Right. Are they like those type of brothers that like they still wrestle together? Yeah, they, yeah they still wrestle each other, with each other and put sunscreen on each other and things like that. They're just sort of uh, awkwardly close. I have a question though, mate. Mm-hmm. So if you go to the beach with your brother sure, and you're the only two people like that you know at the beach, you know what I mean? Right. Who puts the sunscreen on your back? I think you settle for skin cancer. No. <laughs> Never settle. Never, never, never settle. settle. Never settle for cancer. <laughs> oh, we could do another charity event. Never settle for cancer. Instead of stand up to cancer, it's oh, just never good. settle for yeah. cancer. I have a charity that that might actually work out perfectly with. It's cancer for caterpillars. <laughs> and to be clear, it's the prevention of cancer? It's, yeah, right. it's the prevention of, can- okay. of cancer right. for caterpillars. Yeah. They're very prone to leukemia. Right. Really? Oh, dear God. Are they really? One of the worst ones. <laughs> yeah, and osteogenesis imperfecta as well, because they don't have any bones to begin with, so they just... That you know. sounds like a Harry Potter spell. It's not, mate. Osteogenesis imperfecta. That would be an evil thing to shatter someone. That means their bones are glass and they would just shatter. Also, sort of is a Harry Potter thing. No, it's not a Harry Potter thing. So it's a M. Night Shyamalan thing. No, no, it's just a real disease. So is it? what movie is it from? Well, I have a charity that's osteogenesis imperfecta for octopi. You should talk with uh, with Roger's other bruiser friend, uh, uh, Crusher, because he has Crusher. he has that disease. Crusher has that disease. Yes, with the osteoporosis, right? Right. Osteoporosis or osteogenesis imperfecta. Sure. <laughs> no, those are very different diseases. <laughs> Wait, which one is it, Roger? <laughs> where he has the one where he can't stop breaking other people's bones. Oh. Right. <laughs> That's osteo... Uh, Osteogenesis the- malicious. Right. Yeah, it's a shame, right? No, wait, no, wait, Roger. So a lot of your crew there, you know, your right. bruisers, are those their given names or do you give them to... You know, because it seems like a Bruno and Crusher. Right, no. and- well, Crusher was his real name, Uh, today we have a very special guest, Jacqueline Croissant, 
our personal chef for several years, first joining us on the album tour of Bacon Jesus. Yeah. Right. yeah. Great, great album. She uh, very much helped inspire that one in many ways. Uh, Jacqueline, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. It's great to see you. Oh my gosh, it is so incredible to see all, <laughs> oh my gosh, all four of you. What a treat. Um, I, um, I'm i so honored to be here. Thank you for having me. The pleasure is all ours. Jacqueline, you, it looks like you've mm-hmm. brought a tray of something. Uh, yes. These are little um, uh, uh, hot dogs that I put um, some uh, Cheetos on top of, and then I just a little... Oh, little of, you know, ketchup right on top, just like you guys liked it. Oh, that's great. That was like- Absolute favorite appetizer ever. Love it. Your little cheesy dogs, you guys. Oh. I request it every time I'm about to go on stage. Yeah, yeah. Right. Several people told you that might not be the best thing to do for your voice going in, but remember that I think it was actually the Bacon Jesus tour, and it was Jacqueline's suggestion that you actually drink a gallon of milk in the middle of the show. Oh, yeah, because I was eating so many hot Cheetos during it. <laughs> That I was on fire, you know what I mean? And it was like, mm. I was on fire metaphorically, physically, you know, because I was killing it, but I was also, my throat was absolutely destroyed, yeah. And we always had milk, um, multiple different types of milks. Um, I mean, mostly cow's milk, but chocolate milk, strawberry milk. Um, we did have a Cheetos milk in case you had the, the spicy Cheetos and just not enough. Yeah, you know, some people think you're not supposed to have dairy before you go on stage, but I think it actually creates a very uh, phlegmy sound that the audience actually really likes and enjoys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's so right. good. I remember Rolling Stone described that tour as having the thickest vocals it had ever heard. <laughs> Indeed. I will say, I have been a chef for many people, many bands, many celebrities. Um, Whitney Houston, I've been a chef for um, uh, every president. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right. yeah. Including the presence of the United States of America, <laughs> the uh, 90s band. Right? Yes, uh, that's what I'm talking about. Um, every single one of those members. Uh-huh. Oh, not the actual president. Right. Um, oh, oh right, right. Oh, I do I not was... get political. Um, but I'm a classically trained French chef and I love that I get to, you know, really experiment with you guys. You guys do not like that. You know, I, I remember bringing like a, even a creme brulee one time mm-hmm. and, um, it, it was you Hawk who, um, shoved it in my face and said, never, ever, ever. And I respect that. I, mm-hmm. I loved it. Thank you. You know, honesty is the best policy. And I was like, creme brulee, crap brulee. Mm-hmm. I think it just puts everyone on an equal playing field. You know? Hawk, you hate any type of food that you have to crack open. <laughs> yeah, um, I eggs scare me. That's why uh, <laughs> Alice's whole chicken thing was so weird for me. Mm-hmm. You never know what you're going to find inside. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when I was a child, I found jelly beans in. And then one day I, I cracked one in the fridge open and it was slimy and it was not a jelly bean. So... <laughs> <laughs> Which did lead to us having uh, many jelly bean breakfasts for you. That's true. I love the jelly bean breakfast. So good, right? Mm-hmm. No better way to start the day. Jacqueline, I, I did want to ask you, some of the fans may not know that you actually pioneered the bus kitchen. Oh, yes. Keeping yes. in mind that this is well before, you know, certified tour buses. These, these were greyhounds. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a modified greyhound that you had added a kitchen into. And honestly, uh, more propane tanks than I've ever seen attached to a bus. Certainly, um, actually, more than our legal um, to be mm. in any enclosed space. Um, but we made it work, <laughs> you guys. What is the legal limit exactly? Um, the legal limit for an enclosed for any room is seventy, and we had um, <laughs> seventy-two. That's right. But we needed the propane. Right. Had to keep that kitchen going day and night. Um, I was always ready 
for you guys. Yeah. Right. And well, and the argument that you made, Jacqueline, and I 100% agree with you is that a hot dog is not a hot dog in the microwave. It has to be grilled uh, and it has to be cooked to. With, with love. Absolutely agree mm-hmm. with that one. Just because I'm serving garbage food, and I mean that in the best way possible, um, <laughs> absolute trash to you guys, which is what you liked, doesn't mean I have to serve it from a microwave unless, you know, it's like nacho cheese, in which case, <laughs> always the microwave. Never anywhere else. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We had a nacho cheese fountain all the time, right? Just oh, yeah. flowing, you yeah. know. It was Just difficult ready. to have on the bus. Right. Um, very bumpy. A lot of nacho cheese. It got quite messy, yeah. We had a lot of back injuries on nacho cheese slippage. But, I mean, that's part of being a rock star. <laughs> You know? True. Absolutely. You take the risk. As a matter of fact, my most recent back injury was a nacho cheese slippage. Um, Was it really? It was a slip and slide of nacho cheese. I mean, there was that time that we had the the nacho cheese moat in front of the stage that you guys would stage Mm. dive into. Right. And that was... I loved it. Yeah. That was great. Love that. We told the opening band... You can't get to the stage. You got you to figure this out, right? Because <laughs> we took the drawbridge up to the stage mm. and they, they had to cross the moat of nacho cheese. It was, it was a very right? like floor is lava, like fun situation. I think they right. quite enjoyed that. Yeah, and that was it, the killers, I believe. Then they yeah, opened killers. Yeah, right. yeah. 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 That was the killer. Came quite successful after that, right? Great band. If you couldn't make it to the stage, you didn't get to open. We, you just There was just about 35 minutes of dead time before we actually went on and played. I do like that you set up the stage like a a, a fortress with the drawbridge mm. and there were right. people defending it, um, right. which I thought was nice and accurate. There was a flag over top of the drum kit that if you if you got a hold of it, you won. We didn't say what. <laughs> no, it just said that you won. <laughs> uh, the interesting about the end of that, you know, every venue that we played and set up the Nacho Cheese Moat had an enormous rat infestation after the concert. Yeah, why is that? I don't know. It's not even real cheese. But, you know, we're on to the next town, right? Not our right, problem. Roger, we were on. We had moved on, right. so it really was not a problem. Yeah. yeah, it would make sense if they were going after pizza, but you know, what? The rats—they <laughs> famously love pizza. Right, right. They love it. They famously <laughs> love pizza, and they weren't going after it. Like, what were they doing at this nacho cheese concert when there's so much pizza elsewhere? Like, right. you know, they could have been at a Papa John's. <laughs> Now, Jacqueline, you said that you're classically trained in yes. French cuisine. Mm-hmm. Where, where is it you trained? I trained in um, uh, Paris, France. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my. I, I, and, you know, I've, I've trained in uh, Madrid, which is, you know, it's uh, not France, but still, you know, a very posh place. It's close. It's, it's pretty close. Uh, they're actually just right. a hop, skip and a jump from each other. Oh, yes. Oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah. yes. Well, I have a question for you. Oh, um, yes. are you are you all are you all back on tour? What's um, what's happening here? We have one scheduled. Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah. It's coming up for our new album, Jolie's Pit, which was commissioned by the National Enquirer uh, to tell the story <laughs> of Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. Mm. Um, so that's coming up, and we'll we'll definitely need your Entire services. Entire album, yeah, right. incredible. Oh yeah, we we miss having you on tour because after Bacon Jesus, you had uh, opened your own. Was it a pop up restaurant? You went yes. from town to town, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was like a pop up mm-hmm. pop up book restaurant, right? It was like all made of paper that came up out of the. Yeah, that was incredible. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You'd open a book and the food would pop up, so it'd be like little skewers oh. of chicken <laughs> and sushi. Love it. Um, it was a chicken and sushi restaurant. Um, <laughs> they're gaining popularity. Oh. People love a hot chicken sandwich and people love sushi. And I was like, you know what? How to best present them in a pop up book? Um, as I travel the country, so... Uh, I assume we're talking about uh, America, traveling around America, uh, and not mm-hmm. the UK. Um, you're right, you're still banned from Canada, right? 
you can't go into Canada. Is that correct? Right. Yeah. I'm not, I am not allowed into Canada because I went into Montreal and said, I own this place. I have trained in France and um, uh, you can all eat shit. And uh, can I swear on here? I'm so sorry. Of course. Um, of course. Of course. Oh, I said, yeah. okay, oh, yeah. uh, you can all eat merde, uh, which is French for, you know, poo poo. Um, and I, I was kicked out, but I, I won't take it yeah. back. The Quebecois are monsters. I've always said that. Truly. And, you know, they're not French. Is what I'm saying. No, that's um, true. No. They were like, you're disrespecting us. And I was like, you're disrespecting France by trying to be them. And you're not. So um, right. get out of my face. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Right. Good for you. I mean, uh, to be honest, who needs to go to Canada anyway? So like, screw them. Truly. We're hockey players, right? I am ma- married to a hockey player. So it's very difficult. Oh, that's right. Yes. That's right. He played for the, uh, the, um, the Canadian team. Yeah. The zippers. Which one? Mm-hmm. The <laughs> zippers. That's right. The zippers. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. They're not at the top of the league, but they're not <gasps> dead last. So, you know, they're doing pretty good. Right. And he, uh, yeah, he's a zipper. I have not seen him in, in about five years because of the ban, as we all know. <laughs> oh, he stayed in Canada. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, because that's where his work is. And mine is in, uh, you know, every city in North America, except for Canada. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a shame. It's tough. Long distance relationships can be so hard. Sure. Yeah. I'm actually going to be in Canada pretty soon, so I can tell him you say hi. Oh, that would be wonderful. I'm going to be hitting the first puck of one of the games. <laughs> are, you, are you hitting the first puck? <laughs> yeah. It's like the little opening tradition in Canadian uh, hockey. Right. I thought they reserved mm. that for prime ministers. Well, you know, because I'm a lord, I got knighted. Mm. Remember that happened recently. Yes, I remember, so yes, I remember that they you asked knighted. me to come and uh, hit the first puck. So. Oh. Well, congratulations on that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. What team are you hitting the first puck for? Oh, it's for the Maple Leafs. Mm. Um, that, yeah, that's a team. <laughs> Yeah, Checks out. Yeah, Checks out. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm not making it up, mate. No, I know you're not. I'm just, I'm just saying that you're right. Right, Alistair, what a weird response there. Is that a weird response? Is it strange to just right. affirm someone? It's, it's like if Jacqueline said, oh, well, I was making pizza for you. And you went, yep, that's a food, right? I think we should all just go around and name a hockey team. Me and Hawk have. Barney, uh-huh. what's your favorite hockey team? Oh, my favorite hockey team. Uh, uh, maybe the... The uh, the uh, loggers. <laughs> oh, very good team. Very yeah. burly. They used to be called the flannels, right? Right. Uh, their mascot is the brawny man. <laughs> it's the brawny man. The like. brawny man is their mascot. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, my favorite team is the uh, it's the Chicago uh, kettlebells. Mm-hmm. The team famously named after a piece of workout equipment. Mm-hmm. Also, very strong team. Right. And I love the hockeys. Right. <laughs> It's a good team, the hockeys. I actually own that team. <laughs> oh, really? Hawk? It's called H A W K E Y S. Yeah, it's like a it's like a play on word there. Yeah, hawk hockeys. Yeah. I never put two together. Um, that makes sense. Jacqueline, when you're when you're traveling around the country and you're opening your pop ups, who do you find to be the most avid fans of bands or sports? Uh, yes, of those two things. <laughs> okay, the people of St. Louis. Mm are huge fans of sports. They have a couple of teams there. They've got the Cardinals, the Arches, which is an incredible um, badminton team. They love sports in St. Louis. And, you know, I would say the biggest fan of bands in general is um, Louisiana. They love bands. Really? Yeah, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're into big bands, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, in New Orleans itself, you know, you can take drinks inside and outside. And that's that's the number one spot. That's the number one fan of a band is someone who's drinking. So um, if you can drink outside, oh. you can band outside. Mm hmm. Um, I will say I am not allowed in Louisiana anymore, um, oh. <laughs> even oh, no. though they are a big fan of bands. They uh, they do have a lot of French culture, yes. uh, Creole, right. and right. I let them know that that was inappropriate. Um, I see. Right. So uh, I haven't been back, but. Oh, that's that's um, a shame. Your parents are from Louisiana, right? Yes. Yes. Um, and they are immobile. They cannot move. Uh, so I. <laughs> Every now and then I go to the border of Louisiana and whatever state it's next to. Uh, it's next to a few. Right. I can't remember. <laughs> well, actually, I'm going to be there pretty soon so I can say hello to your parents for <laughs> oh my you. Gosh. I'm catching the first crawfish there. Um, <laughs> oh, at the uh, National Crawfish Tournament. Yeah. At the National Crawfish Tournament. Yeah, I'm catching the first one. So I'll, I'll let them know you say hello. Oh, please do. They will be yeah. there. Everyone goes. It's a huge thing mm -hmm. for those of you who don't know, uh, Barney, Alistair, you probably don't know about this. I'm the, one, you that want that that? I'm the one that titled that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, I'm not sure sometimes, so I just wanted to put well, it we, out were, we were all nodding, as indicating that we understood. Well, I don't know sometimes. <laughs> you do. I, I, I very much offered up a title for... For, <laughs> for that real thing. For that very real thing <laughs> that you get to catch the first crawfish. Yeah. I knew Hawk. I knew. I know you knew, Roger. Roger and <laughs> I used to go every year. We would just go and eat pounds and pounds of crawfish. Mm. And then uh, right. and then we would go get those hurricane drinks and throw up for hours. Right. Oh, yes. It was amazing. But then, you know, the families would return from doing an event and go, what are you doing eating our crawfish, right? Mm -hmm. We put that on the table for ourselves, right? <laughs> so we ran away, you know. I met my first husband at the National Crawfish um, event. Oh, really? I... Who was he? He was um, he was dressed as a crawfish. He was the mascot. Um, oh, wow. Oh. I love that. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So right. he's a performer. Um, but uh, things just didn't work out. You know, um, he wouldn't take the suit off. Um, and we did. We spent a few years together, married in love. But um, I truly never knew what his face looked like. And it just <laughs> it was strange. How did you uh, I hope this is not a weird question. How did you uh, copulate? Uh, or did you copulate? Barney. Okay, it's not, a, it's not a weird question. It's just that you chose the word copulate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's probably... Mate, it's called about that, Barney. No more using the words copulate. <laughs> yeah, take off your chastity ribs and go fuck something, <laughs> no. okay, mate? No. I'm keeping them on. <laughs> They're, at this point, keeping my stomach in. <laughs> uh, anyway, previous question. Uh, take out the weird. <laughs> Okay, um, well, we are humans and not animals, so we didn't copulate, but we did bang, <laughs> and um, the suit was built for it. Um, it had a little, um, what we call a, a wiener hole in the, the crawfish uh, <laughs> costume, yeah. What was his name? Um, oh, gosh. I, I hate to do this. I cannot, I called him Craw. Um, <laughs> I cannot remember his legal name. Right. Oh, that's so rude. Um, edit this out so he doesn't hear it, please. Oh, sure. oh of course. Yeah. I mean, of course. it's understandable. A I just wonderful to man. Sure. Mm -hmm. I just wasn't sure if he was French or not, you know. Maybe the a last name kind of would have given a clue as to why the relationship didn't work. You know? He may have stayed in the costume to prevent me oh. from finding out he was um, a fake French. Um, <laughs> Underneath, he might have had like a pencil-thin mustache and a bad beret. But... I mean, that's the number one way to find out, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right. Why? What a sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so, Jacqueline, before the Bacon Jesus tour, I was talking to uh, John Bonham, mm. who you worked for right before us, and he had the most mm-hmm. incredible things to say oh, about so you, nice. about your cooking. Thank I you. recognized, I'll say, I took the reins on getting a chef for us. That's true. Boys, so, and uh, just want a little bit of credit for that. Mm-hmm. But, and we found you. The point of that is to say that's how we found you. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Alice, if, it, if you. It, <laughs> What is it? What? What what is it? What? What a roundabout way for us to give you a compliment, mate. Listen, (laughs) you you don't give me a lot of compliments. And I'm a needy person. I'm I'm very low self-esteem. Good on you, Alistair. But I am. Thank you. you. Thank you, Roger. You're welcome. Thank you for finding Jacqueline and bringing her into our lives. (laughs) That wasn't real. That was a real thing. I didn't know what you want from me, mate. I gave you exactly what you just asked for. Thank you, Hawk. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I mean, it's it's truly been my honor to to work with you. And um, John Bonham actually had a lot of wonderful things to say about you. He said um, you were you were the band that played when he was. Um, I'll, I'll put it in Barney's language, copulating with his wife to mm-hmm. um, create his first child. And that's, that's right. truly that's an honor. Well. Mm. That's right. Uh, we did sub in for an all night copulation section <laughs> section with him. Well, those are the early days, you know. That's where you take any right. gig you can get. You well, know. you know, it's tough mm. to make a baby, uh, and you know, you have a very limited window in which you can mm-hmm. make a child. And sometimes you mm-hmm. just want to go all night, you know, and paint the walls, as they say. And wow, you know, that so- was the song we wrote for him. We play that song, "Paint the Walls." Mm. That's that's the wrong way to do it, and. Uh, <laughs> Barney, that's the wrong way to copulate, as you would say, oh. if you want to make a child. I thought the idea was code as much service area as possible so that inevitably no, no. you'd stumble upon it. Barney, do you have, uh, I can't believe I haven't asked you before, do you have children at all? Uh, <sighs> yes, I have a few. Um, <laughs> I mean, congratulations with the, the method in which you've been doing it. Well, to, to be... To be 100% honest, it was not my choice to have them. Someone came in and took my semen mm. uh, after an event. <clears throat> because, uh, well, it's you- because you're painting walls. It's so easy to gather. <laughs> well, yes. The fact that people had to steal my semen. Well, I guess it's not stealing when I paint the walls and leave the door open. A case could be made for it's breaking and entering. Because you also have like a muffin child, right? Yes, I have a muffin child. <laughs> it's like half mm-hmm. scone, right? Mm-hmm. I think both of you need to take a right. second. Listen to when I talk about fucking people, and maybe you guys will learn a little bit about what sex is like, okay? To me, when two people love each other, they hold each other, they kiss, and then they just spray everywhere. Oh boy. To indicate how much they care about each other. I think that's more of like what an octopus does to get away from something. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you watch my octopus teacher and take that as a sex ed class? I assumed that inking was a sexual act. Oh, Barney. Okay, well, we've established that I did not know what that term meant. It's all right. And uh, my apologies to various hotel owners across the Midwest. Yeah, I just had so many questions while we were singing the song, Paint the Walls. You wrote the song and Mm -hmm. I said, oh, well, I'll sing whatever's in front of me. But I didn't understand what the message was. I thought you were just jacking off into the wall. Well, I had written it as an instruction manual. um, (laughs) (laughs) It was meant to be like an, an educational song for, you know, uh, not children, but uh, <laughs> upper age teens <laughs> and people who may not have uh, received, you know, because the thing is, like, in America, you don't get a proper sex education. We all know this. Well, wh- what was yours? Because now I, I, 
I'm not sure what you, you said. America does it, but now I, I'm worried. I about... learned. I learned everything I know about sex in uh, aristocratic smoking rooms <laughs> in South London. All right. Yeah, that that tracks. Mm-hmm. All right. Did I make it weird? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure you made it weird, but we you did continue it. Um, <laughs> right. Fair enough. But we're all friends here. We all know each yeah, other well. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the that's thing. Right. We're all you friends. Know. You, you know what I would like to do? I would like to tell you my favorite meal that you would make for us. Oh. Could we all do that? I think that'd just be a fun way to- Oh, to, absolutely. To, oh, yeah. to, to yes. be, you know, be thankful right. to Jack. Absolutely. So, Thank you. My favorite meal, a uh, Skittle Submarine's Meatball Sub. Mm-hmm. And- I'll tell you what, that always got me started for the day. And I have you to thank for some of my best writing during that period. Oh, thank you so much. Sweet and meaty, as we always called it, the sweetie sandwich. Um, For you recipe heads out there, I'm not sure how many recipe heads are listening, but Skittles, roast beef, um, a little bit of spaghetti, and then um, just just pouring sugar on top. And then, you know, (laughs) the top bun. A little bit of lettuce. Depending. Was that a French-inspired meal? It was, yes. Um, as I said, you know, I, I don't cook a lot of, of French meals because um, every time I do, I, it gets thrown in my face, as it should, because um, that is not what you desire. But, um, yes, the the pairing of the sweet and salty, um, that is a, a French cuisine idea. Mm-hmm. Oh, wonderful. Lovely. Alistair, do you have a favourite? Oh, absolutely. Well, uh, growing up, I loved lamb stew. And I and I remember asking Jacqueline, yeah, Jacqueline mm-hmm. what's the best way to make a lamb stew, but keep it within theme with the rest of what the band was eating? Because I felt very left out at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, you made a lamb stew. I believe it had, um, well, there wasn't any lamb in it. No. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Instead, there was, um, I think there was about four... What was it? Four or five Milky Ways? Five Milky Ways. Craft uh, cheese. Craft cheese, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a handful of Slim Jims, of course. Yeah, that that mm-hmm. was where the lamb came in, was the Slim Jims. Um, mm-hmm. The beef Slim Jims. <laughs> that's where the lamb came in, was with the beef Slim Jims. And mm-hmm. that was just phenomenal. Right. Oh, thanks so much. Again, for you recipe heads out there, you also have to pour um, a, a half a bottle of gin and just a, a, a one glass of Chablis on top. That's the oh, French part That's of what that I was recipe. tasting, the Chablis. The Chablis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. My favorite was the Macarito. It was macaroni and cheese hush puppies dunked in powdered sugar. And then it was put into a burrito, flaming hot Cheetos, Frank's red hot sauce, deep fried. Mm-hmm. Good lord. <laughs> and covered in chocolate chips, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, if you hadn't gotten your dairy for the day, chocolate chips. Right. A well-balanced meal. A macarito for those listeners out there who want to make one, yeah. Oh, that's a classic meal for rock stars. Everybody loves a macarito, so. <laughs> that wasn't my creation, but, you know, I... I it was well, the- but you perfected it. Oh, thank you so much. I mean, yeah. who, no one else was doing the... Uh... The chocolate chips, are they? Yes, the, ch- yeah. yes, the chocolate mm-hmm. chips, I'm People sorry. People usually stop with deep frying the burrito, but they don't realize that you need to take it. It's like almost like a mole on top, you know? Mm-hmm. Indeed. How about you, Roger? All right, my favorite was what you called the uh, AMPM pizza, right? Mm-hmm. And it was all ingredients that you just get in an AMPM, right? So you'd get your slices of bread as like the crust, if you will. Mm-hmm. And you put some ketchup as the sauce, right? And then you'd get like some Cheetos and Cheez-Its. That's your cheese, right? Then you get some beef jerky. That's your meat, right? And then you just add some muscle milk to the side. Oh my God, I was in heaven. Ugh. 
So good. Rock. Just delicious. I mean, that's something I've been serving in my sushi chicken restaurants um, <laughs> as well. It's a winner. It's a winner. People love it. So at, at, at the sushi chicken restaurant, mm-hmm. uh, if I'm looking at a menu, all right, a hot chicken, mm-hmm. sushi, various rolls, and then we have the AMPM pizza. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And they all come in a pop-up book. So once your order comes, it's a pop-up book and you open the book and the, the meal just rises up out of it. Mm-hmm. What are the illustrations on the pop-up book? Is there a particular theme for the book itself? Well, we actually, to make the experience feel local, we go to the city a day or two ahead of time and we go to the library and we steal all their pop-up books. So it's whatever um, pop-up books are there. So sometimes it's dragons. Sometimes it's a dollhouse with, you know, a chicken on, uh, you know, a chicken sandwich on top. Um, but it, it feels local. And then, you know, we use those as, as the plates. And then when we're done, we, we, we of course, donate them back. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's wonderful. That's like a tailored experience. For yeah. them. That's fantastic. Have you thought of opening one of these as like a, a residency in Las Vegas? Oh, um, yes. I've been asked many times. Um, Siegfried and Roy are like, would you open a restaurant in our lobby? And I'm like, leave me alone. Um, Celine Dion wants me to open a personal restaurant for her. Britney Spears said, if you don't open a restaurant for me, I'm leaving and I'm getting a, rid of my conservatorship and I'm never coming back. And I said, I'm sorry, Brittany, I don't respect you. And I, um, well, but Jacqueline, <laughs> you're, you're also not allowed in Vegas anymore, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. That is true. Yeah. They were all asking me to break the law and come into Las Vegas because as we all know, Las Vegas has the Paris, um, <laughs> hotel the right. and the resort. If they would call it right. that. Eiffel Tower, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right mm-hmm. Now, before we get too beyond that, I just wanted a point of clarification. Mm-hmm. So Celine Dion, she wanted a personal restaurant. Yes. <laughs> she didn't want you as a personal chef. No. She, she, she wanted, wanted me you to- backstage opening a restaurant for the cast and crew of, uh, well, the cast is mostly just her every now and then. Um, she has a, a little boy run out and uh, light a candle and that she calls that part of her cast. <laughs> But um, she wanted a, a full restaurant. Um, she would make them pay um, like a real restaurant. But yeah, backstage. Right. Is the little boy representative of Titanic? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the little boy is dressed as the Titanic and he runs out and he lights a candle. It's truly moving. Does he slowly start to go under the stage like he tilts himself <laughs> back and then slowly goes down? Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a trap door sort of slow lowering. He runs out. He lights the candle. And the candle is, of course, representative of candle in the wind, which Celine Dion um, transitions into, which is not from the Titanic. But. Oh, my God. This would be an amazing restaurant. We have to make we have to just make it so that you can go back to Vegas and open this restaurant there. I'll be there <laughs> next month, so I could talk to Celine for you and try oh. to put the uh, put the restaurant together. Maybe we could do it like third party sort of way. Oh, what are you What are you going to be? Oh, I'm singing the first note for her show. <laughs> sure. um, yeah, so <laughs> I'll be there right. pretty soon, shortly to do that. So I feel like I could be like the middleman between. So you never actually even have to go to Las Vegas. We can just make this idea come to life. You know, incredible. I would uh, love that. Thank you so much. I just want to posit one possibility, though, for you, Jacqueline. Is it possible that Celine Dion is trying to lure you to Vegas on behalf of the Canadian government? Oh, my God. She is. I've been I've been had. Um, I've been <laughs> fooled for years. I thought Celine Dion. I thought it was. Fr- oh, that 
trash of a woman. How dare she? <laughs> French Canadian, right? Wow. Thank Barney, thank you so much. I know, absolutely. I just, sad, you know, right? I put together that she was Canadian and made the assumption. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here we are. I mean, she's French Canadian. French Canadian, right? yes. So she I mean, truly has a beef with you, right? Disgusting. Yeah. Um, she's <laughs> it's not French, okay? It's fake, fake, fake French. And I no, thank you. Who, who is she? She's no better than the Eiffel Tower in that Paris resort. Mm, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Just you know, to- I've I've always said the Canadian French is is uh, just gargling mouthwash. <laughs> as we've all as we've <laughs> always said. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it is true. That's why I have to go sing her first note because otherwise she can't sing on key for the rest of the show. You know what I mean? Is that true? <laughs> yeah, she's not She's not familiar with a harmonica. No, she can't hear she a piano. She has to bring in a person to do the first note. That's the only way she can sing on key. Typical French Canadian. Hmm. She's like half hearing and half sonar. So she hears the vibration of a mm-hmm. singing voice. She does have many backup singers that are dolphins as well. <laughs> They are, I will say, they are amazing, though. Those dolphins are incredible. Right. And do they represent the Titanic? <laughs> you just said sonar. Are we sure that uh, Celine Dion isn't like, you know, a dolphin or a bat or something, right? <laughs> she she might she be. Sonar. If she is a dolphin or a bat posing as a French Canadian, I'll talk to her. Right. Otherwise, <laughs> absolutely not. Now that I think about it, the last time I saw her, I was going to her suite, you know, to talk about throwing out the first pitch. Um, and she... <laughs> the first pitch? Wait, I'm you sorry, know, right. the note pitch. <laughs> yeah, no, we... pitch. Uh, right. That was good. Uh, thank you. And um, while I was there, I walked in and she was in the tub and she was underwater for 17 minutes. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Wow. But then she came up for air, right? Yeah, so yeah. during those 17 minutes, not you you never once worried about her. No, because I can hold my breath for 12. So I thought, well, oh. you know, singers can hold their breath for quite long, but 17 is unheard of, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So I think right. she might be a dolphin. She might be a dolphin say. or a bat. Yeah. Right. How long do bats hold their breath underwater? I'm on, I'm not sure. I'm not Just because they're not from the water doesn't mean they can't. So, so Jacqueline, are you cooking for anyone uh Right now, I am. Yes, right now I've been cooking for uh, Zendaya. Zendaya. I'm not, I'm not sure how to say it. Um, she uh, will not speak to me, and I um, <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. I say, I'm sorry. Is it Zendaya or Zendaya? And she says nothing to me, and she um, uh, puts the food that I've given her, and she puts it in my face, and I say, thank you so much, because um, it's very good. She doesn't eat anything that you make for her? She does eat some things, but she doesn't if I try to engage with her. So oh. Um, oh. so it's kind of like, you know, like a situation where you just like knock on the door, put the food on the ground, and walk away and see if it's empty when you come back later. Yes, like yeah, a like prison. a prisoner. Yes, <laughs> like a prison situation. Um, but it's it's like a reverse uh, prison situation where I am locked into right. the kitchen, um, <laughs> and then I knock on the door, and then I run and I hide in. Um, there's two ovens, and I hide in the oven that's not on. Um, if they're both on, then I just um, I lie on the floor uh, and I pretend I'm a rug. She loves those hot dogs with the Cheetos on them. Uh, she also loves what I call a, a Super Bowl sandwich, um, which is just, as you all know, but for the recipe heads out there, it's a full party sub. And then on top of that, you put um, a football that is made of um, peeps 
And um, and then on top you of say the- a Pete. Peeps, you know, Peeps, they, my, oh, did you peace. not have Easter as a child? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I, I heard potting soil. So, yeah, a football made of peeps and then another foot long sub on top of it. And then just um, just a sprinkling of ice cream. A sprinkle of ice cream is what I thought sprinkles was. Mm-hmm. When I went into sprinkles and I was like, can I get a sprinkle of ice cream? They're like, we sell cupcakes. Yes, that is confusing. <laughs> You know, my child uh, worked at a Sprinkles for a while. Your muffin child? What happened? Like, was he was he working? It's a child dead. Did he get eaten? Is it was he working right. that way or was he cooking? Because a muffin oh, is the- different from a cupcake. I hope. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, mate. I'm a little. I'm a little worried. Was he frosted? Almost- uh, well, to be fair, I'm not entirely sure because I'm not entirely sure what I've said about my child in the past. <laughs> wow, being a parent is so hard. Hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. Being a parent is very hard, but raising chickens is harder. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, considering how many you've had die on you. (laughs) That's so sad, right? I do want to double back on one thing. Did we make the Bacon Jesus for Easter? The album? Of course, mate, right? We wanted to get the true meaning of Easter, right? We did. Oh, yeah. That was for Easter, mate. Mm -hmm. You all remember uh, the concert that we did where we just wrapped. Roger and Bacon, and then he was on the right, cross right. for the entire concert. Right. You know, a lot of people were upset at mm. that, right? The bacon industry, they said, that's sacrilegious, you can't mm. do that. It's a waste of bacon, right? Well, the other part about yeah. that uh, stunt was that we ended up not having any base for that show right. in particular. <laughs> mm-hmm. right. Incidentally, the entire Jewish community was thrilled with the choice. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right. That's true. That's just a fact. Yeah, because you weren't <laughs> eating the bacon. It was <laughs> no, just on you. It just draped on you. <laughs> Well, that was a lovely idea. Right. That, that was great, Jackman. That was, that, that was brilliant. I mean, you had that song, Bacon Jesus, and I was like, what if we made a bacon? And, you know, Roger had the longest hair at the time, so obviously the first choice. Right. And I just had a natural a bacon aroma to me, so it just seemed like mm-hmm. right, you know. I was eating a lot of bacon at that time, right? Yeah, honestly, it wasn't hard to drape you in bacon because you kind of already were. Um, right. You had all sorts of bacon already on you. You know, I made friends with a lot of critters that day, right? Just critters, you know, <laughs> running around. It said mm-hmm. they wanted to eat me, right? You know, but I was like raccoons. <laughs> no rats, though, because they only like pizza. Do we have any fan mail today? I'm just pulling mine up here. Here we go. All right. Dear Stone Cold Paradise. Hello. How are you? Me? I'm good. Sincerely, Peter. So the very beginning was in English, <laughs> and then it transitioned into French, and then doubled back on English at the end. Right. Even his name was kind of English, right, Peter? I don't speak French, so I'm not entirely sure what he said. I'm just checking. I'm not sure if you... I heard Bublé, so I think maybe possibly Michael Bublé might be involved. Oh, yeah. Well, Jacqueline did work for Michael Bublé. I did for many years. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. I had chocolate croissant as well. Did you make chocolate croissants for Michael Bublé or something? Oh, um, well, my last name is Croissant. Oh, that's right. But 
I did for Michael Bublé cover myself in chocolate and then go into the freezer so that it froze in a um, a shell that looked like me. And then I scooted out of it. And then he got to um, eat a chocolate shell that looked like a human being. Um, and it was on the table, on the table. It was on the table. Um, that was the tabla. Oh, right. And did you mm-hmm. did you speak to him? So Michael Bublé? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I certainly spoke at him, but I did have to stay in the freezer the whole time. So um, I, I spoke at him through the windows, you know, saying it's too cold in here. Um, I am dying. Um, uh, I think he heard me. So I think we had a communication. He did eat the chocolate that was a shell of myself. So I'd say that's a communication. And you know, Buble is Canadian. Right. Excuse oh. me? Michael Bublé is Canadian. How dare he? How? D- <laughs> I had no idea. I'm, you know, I'm going to call, I'm going to call them and I'm going to demand, um, I'm going to demand to pay them back my full salary because I hate having worked for a French Canadian. If he's just Canadian, <laughs> fine. But if he's any, if he's been to Montreal, absolutely not. I'm sure he's been. Disgusting. I mean, it's not the same. Right. It's not the same as France. It's, it's a different it's place. It's a different place. As, uh, as, right. Do we do voicemails? I would love, right. Why not? Right. Yes, of course. Okay, great. I have a voicemail actually for this fan mail. So um, I'm just going to play it real fast here. That that song from the Titanic. Oh, that right Cher's now. voice. Yeah. <laughs> Cher, no, yeah, right. Celine Dion, right? Oh, Celine. Oh no, Celine Dion. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that was Celine Dion and Cher together. They were doing a. a <laughs> they left a voicemail together. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's true. That's from there too. If I could turn back the Titanic. <laughs> if I can turn back Titanic. <laughs> da, da. What a great, <laughs> what a great mashup. Well, um, I didn't understand a single uh, word that Do the we two of them to- were saying. Maybe they want to work things out with you on the restaurant. So there's a sign of Canadian compromise. All of France, mm-hmm. right? If she is a dolphin from Canada or a bat, um, who is who does not identify as French, then then we'll talk. Um, I'll give her a call after this. And see if she wants me to open my restaurant in her backstage. Amazing. Just just be cautious. You've got to keep an eye out for those agents of the Canadian government. Ugh. That's true. Barney knows a lot about contracts. And uh, Canadian contracts in particular, I've heard mm-hmm. you say, are very difficult to yes. navigate. Yes, they're tough to not sign. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, any contract where you is tough to not sign. Yeah, We've Cana- seen the repercussions a Canadian lot. Canadian contracts in particular are very tough to not sign because you get down to the end and like, oh, this seems so nice and so lovely. Sure, I'll just sign it. Even though you may have given away, you know, a testicle or something. Mate, what happened? <laughs> What oh, happened, mate? I signed off my uh, testicle to the Canadian government. Uh, yes, for research uh, or uh, uh, I think it was just they did it as a bit of a dodge. Um, <laughs> I mean, you all know about my feud with Justin Trudeau. No, hold on. I need I need to know when you signed off your testicle, do you still have it, or how does that work? Uh, yes, but it has an anklet on it, um, <laughs> so that they can monitor it at all times, like a house arrest sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that I can't. Well, so shouldn't it be a 
It should be a nut lick. Nut lick. <laughs> it's a nut, nut lick. I can't say nut that. Nut Nut link. Yeah. I don't know. Don't keep trying, Roger. Keep trying. <laughs> okay, the first word is anklet. Nut link. No, it's too difficult. I can't do it right. Nut lick. I tried though. No, one more. Try it one more time, Anklet. Roger, please. <laughs> nut lick. I can't do it now. It's impossible. Some words just don't go together. It's hard. Right? Anklet. Anklet. I can't see the original one now. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> anklet, nutlet. <laughs> All right, you did it. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Yeah. good. Oh. Um, <laughs> I have another piece of fan mail. Oh, please, yeah. This one actually is is to you, Jacqueline. Um, <clears throat> so much fan mail for you to me. I mean, it's been an honor. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we tend to be the forwarding address for a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> Almost every one of our Jeez, guests, right. in fact. Yeah. Okay. Dear Jacqueline, it is I, your long lost... It has accents written over the top of the words. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) It is I, your long lost love. I have been sweating away (laughs) in this costume (laughs) for so long, thanking and pining only of you. Where have you gone, my baby? We're going to get his name at the end. This is good. This is good. Where have you left? Craw, you know the rest. (laughs) Oh, dang it. My heart. So close, right? Oh, my heart. What a sweetheart. I know, but we didn't get his real name, right? I mean, I always called him Craw. So, you know, if he called himself another name, I'd be like, oh, yes, I guess maybe. But Craw, I know who Craw is. Yeah, he probably, I I mean, I know last time I saw him down there, he went by Craw Daddy. But um, (laughs) maybe that is the last name. Might be. I think he is probably French. Louisiana, can any because there were accent marks you said, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I thought he just had you know terrible handwriting because um, he had to write with the claws, you know. <laughs> oh, that would make sense. Like he tries to cross. Yes, and it's just all over. Just just skits and scats all over. Um. <laughs> but I, 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 here's the thing, Jacqueline. I you know this feels like someone who deeply, deeply misses you. And I know you're already married to a Canadian hockey player, so that makes it awkward. I am. But uh, how would you respond to this man sweating away in a suit in Louisiana, thinking only of you? If he could leave Louisiana or the suit, probably both, um, I might have a lunch with him. But uh, if he takes (laughs) off that suit and he's wearing a beret or he has a mustache Mm. or he's wearing stripes of any sort... He knows that he can eat, you know, he can eat shit. Okay, eat Merida, okay? (laughs) Jacqueline Croissant was played by the wonderful Sarah Claspell. Sarah is a fantastic improviser and actress. She also teaches improv at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater and the World's Greatest Improv School. You can follow her at Claspy on Twitter and Instagram or catch her performing improv in Los Angeles. Hawk Wellington is played by Allison Phillips. Alistair Ritchie is played by Ryan Coyle. Roger Powers is played by Zach Olson. And Barney St. Clair is played by me, Andrew Young. You can follow the podcast at Stone Cold Paradise Podcast on Instagram and at SCP Podcast on Twitter. Or check out the band's website, 
stonecoldparadise.com. If you're enjoying the podcast and want access to special behind-the-scenes photos, music, and other exclusives, please check us out at patreon.com backslash stonecoldparadise.